I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, vaccine success. Australians on track for a jab by March with the Oxford formula deemed highly effective. The New South Wales Premier under fire, Gladys Berejiklian, accused of breaking COVID test protocols. Bringing down the border, Queensland expected to make a major announcement, pressure now on the government to let in Greater Sydney. And casual sick leave, an Australian first for Victorian workers, but bosses warn it could cost jobs. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. A coronavirus vaccine being produced in Australia is up to 90% effective in preventing the deadly disease. Highly anticipated results from phase three trials of the Oxford University AstraZeneca drug show an average of 70% protection, but the figure could be as high as 90% by tweaking the dose. The results come after Pfizer and Moderna vaccines showed 95% protection, but the Oxford jab is cheaper and easier to store. CSL began manufacturing millions of doses in Melbourne this month. Australians are expected to have access to the jab by March. There are suggestions the New South Wales Premier violated her own pandemic safety advice after reports she failed to isolate while waiting for a COVID test result. The Australian reports Gladys Berejiklian told colleagues she was awaiting test results while working in Parliament last Tuesday. A spokesperson for the Premier says she didn't have coronavirus symptoms and didn't require a test. However, as the Premier began losing her voice, she took a precautionary test as she anticipated that she would be asked if she had had a COVID test. She was tested in her office with a rapid negative result returned in around two hours. New South Wales health guidelines require anyone who's had a COVID test to self-isolate until they have received their negative results. New South Wales is on track to significantly ease COVID restrictions just in time for Christmas. The number of people allowed inside a home will likely increase from 20 to 30 or more, the Health Minister revealing just how imminent changes are. We're all looking forward to Wednesday when we'll be making some further announcements. You came the day away then. Oh, well, I'm hoping it's Wednesday. <laughs> oh, well, you know what, that's life. Hoping it's Wednesday. Seven News also understands the government is considering reducing the four-person per square metre rule, but there is a push from some cabinet ministers to scrap the rule altogether for certain venues. 
Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk will review border arrangements with New South Wales today after the state recorded 28 days with no mystery COVID cases. Health investigators found last month's clusters in Sydney were in fact linked. The Queensland Premier says it's a promising sign. I actually do think things are looking positive, um, the most positive I've seen uh, this year. So, look, fingers crossed if it continues that way. Our roadmap says 1st of December and I'm very encouraged that uh, it will be a positive outcome for New South Wales and Victoria. The border between Queensland and Greater Sydney has been closed since August. Casual workers in Victoria are set to be paid sick leave in an Australian first trial. The two-year pilot program funded by the Andrews government will likely begin late next year and target industries with high rates of insecure work highlighted by the pandemic. Eligible staff will be paid five days sick leave a year if they have a medical certificate. You don't want to be served a meal in a, in a restaurant by someone who's sick. You don't want your elderly parent or grandparent to be cared for in a private aged care facility by someone who's sick. Groups say casual workers are already paid an extra 25% to cover such leave. The Prime Minister insists Australia shouldn't be forced to choose between maintaining ties with the US versus China in an international speech overnight. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. He's urging both nations to dial down the hostilities. Yes, an attempt to reset Australia's increasingly poisonous relationship with Beijing. Scott Morrison told a British think tank overnight that liberal democracies like Australia and the UK will have to work together to maintain peace and stability as regional tensions increase. He said Australia did want economic success for China and to openly discuss any grievances despite Beijing ignoring all phone calls from Australian government ministers for the past year. He noted that Joe Biden's US election win might improve relations with China, but urging both countries not to force other nations like Australia into a corner. Most significant is the challenge of dealing with the complexities of new tensions between the world's largest economic and military powers, the United States and China. Like other sovereign nations in the Indo-Pacific, our preference in Australia is not to be forced into any binary choices. He also described the COVID recession as an economic meteor, a failure, he says, not of global economies but of public health systems. He's called for a global pandemic treaty to ensure the world is better prepared for the next pandemic. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. Residents in Queensland's southeast are bracing for severe storms later today, ending days of heatwave conditions. The Weather Bureau says the storms could bring damaging winds, heavy rainfall and even potentially large hail. Thanks to La Nina, more severe storms than usual are forecast from now through to December. Temperatures are forecast to rise again heading into the weekend. A tourist who rescued the victim of a fatal shark attack in Western Australia has spoken about the terrifying ordeal. Broome local Charles Cernobori was bitten while bodyboarding off Cable Beach. Tourist Tom Ridley heard his desperate cries for help. Just grabbed him to see the big fin straight up his you know, rear end basically. And um, yeah, just jumped in the water and grabbed him, pulled him to the, to the shore. Police fired up to 25 shots at the shark before it swam away. 
The victim in the alleged sexual assault case against former NRL star Jared Hayne will give evidence today. The woman has accused the 32-year-old of assaulting her in Newcastle in 2018. The trial was due to begin yesterday but was delayed. The judge told the jury despite Hayne's public profile, they must make a rational assessment of the evidence. The Manly Sea Eagles and the wider rugby league community are in mourning following the death of rising star Keith Titmus. The 20-year-old died at a Sydney hospital after falling ill at a training session yesterday morning. He appeared to suffer from severe cramps and fatigue following the two-hour session. The club issued a statement last night saying they're working with the NRL's wellbeing team to offer support and counselling to our playing group and staff. A teenage boy has been charged with stabbing another boy at a Western Sydney school. Arthur Philip High was placed into lockdown yesterday morning after the terrifying knife attack on the 14-year-old. The victim suffered stab wounds to his back and arm and was taken to hospital. A frantic search for the attacker was launched as panicked parents converged on the school. A 14-year-old turned himself into police last night. He was refused bail to appear at a children's court today. A police officer has been caught on camera kicking a teenage girl to the ground in Melbourne. Police were responding to reports of two drunk girls harassing people at St Kilda. One of the 16-year-olds ran at the officer who then kicked her. Police say the action was appropriate because the girl was acting aggressively. A new treatment being developed in Queensland is offering fresh hope for people with obsessive compulsive disorder. The therapy known as transcranial magnetic stimulation delivers repetitive magnetic pulses to the brain to stimulate nerve cells. It offers a very specific way of targeting the underlying neural circuits that cause the obsessions, cause the compulsions. It's hoped the TMS therapy will provide an alternative to medication. Australians are being urged to take part in a new national census. This time, it's not households being counted, but koalas. It's part of an $18 million federal government plan trying to keep tabs on where the endangered animals actually live. One of our most loved species finally getting the attention and protection it deserves. A new federal koala policy announced today will put the marsupials front and centre. One of the challenges is that we don't really have a solid number for how many koalas we have across the whole country. So that's why this national koala census is so important. Already at risk, the recent bushfires further devastated the koala community. An estimated 8,000 were killed. The new $18 million policy aims to combine research and monitoring techniques using drones, acoustic surveys and even detector dogs. We don't have the big picture, we don't have enough data and information to inform us about how to really protect this iconic species. The data could put an end to state developments which may further threaten the population. We need to be able to fill those gaps and stitch all of that information together so that we can target our management actions. Also under monitored, the humble platypus. New research out today from the University of New South Wales finding that its habitat has shrunk by 22% over the past 30 years. Platypus have been impacted uh, um, across the country uh, over many years and we received uh, more, more platypus this year into our hospital than we, than we ever have. With recommendations, the platypus should now be listed as a nationally threatened species. Samantha Brett, 7 News.
He jumped in without even dropping his cigar. A dog owner in Florida has leapt to the rescue of his puppy, somehow freeing him from the jaws of an alligator, all caught on camera. An underwater wrestle bursting to the surface. 74-year-old Richard Wilbanks gripping an alligator clamped in its mouth, his puppy Gunner. He just came out like a missile. Prizing open the reptile's jaws, the three-month-old Cavalier King Charles scampers away. The Florida retiree with cigar still in his mouth cut up from the bare-knuckled fight. My hands were just chewed up. Three-month-old Gunner also injured. He had one little puncture wound. The pair was walking here by a pond near their Fort Myers home when the alligator snatched Gunner. Richard snapped into action. And they're like children to us. Adrenaline kicked in and you know, I just went right in the water after the gator. The surprise attack caught on a permanent camera meant for wildlife watchers. The video was, was jarring. Now at home, the family says they're well aware of the alligator threat. We're very lucky to share the space with them. And that from now on, Gunner will be kept on a lead. In the United States, David Woywood, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher. The Nasdaq is virtually steady. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX is also down. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished higher and the ASX 200 also gained ground. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,834 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 42 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.81 US cents. 75 Japanese yen, almost 70 and $1.05 New Zealand. A man and woman from Queensland's Southern Downs have been identified as the couple involved in a horror car crash that claimed the lives of two of their children. Mel Martin and Dylan Wadley were travelling from the Gold Coast to their home in Pratton when their four-wheel drive crashed into Wyaralong Dam on Sunday afternoon. The couple were able to escape from the submerged car and helped remove their newborn daughter and one-year-old son, but they couldn't open the doors to rescue their two older children who died at the scene. A cyclist delivering food has been killed in a crash with a truck in Sydney. Emergency services were called to the scene in Surrey Hills shortly before seven last night. The truck driver has been taken for mandatory drug and alcohol testing. It's the fifth food delivery rider to be killed on Australian roads in the past three months. Two people have been killed and several others seriously injured in a stabbing attack at a California church. No church services were being held at the time of the stabbing. Police say the building was being used to shelter homeless people from the cold. No arrests have been made. A police officer's dramatic rescue of a man from a fiery car crash has been caught on camera in the US. The car hit a tree in New Jersey and quickly caught a light. An officer called to the scene helped the driver out of the burning vehicle through a side window. Both managed to escape injury. US President Donald Trump is facing a critical week in his last-ditch effort to cling to power. Live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Ash. Does the president have any chance left to overturn the election result? 
Good morning, Jody. Well, the president's team is certainly pursuing every legal avenue that's still available to them, but those options are getting very narrow and they are yet to produce any evidence in court of widespread voter fraud. Uh, and of course, this deadline now of December 8 is fast approaching for states to certify their results. Still, Donald Trump is digging in. Uh, he hasn't left Washington since he lost the election some two weeks ago. And there is now a growing chorus of Republicans and key allies that are starting to say, let's just get on with it. Let's get on with a transition to the Biden team, particularly at what is such a crucial time in America as the country prepares to roll out a coronavirus vaccine in the coming weeks. So it does appear that Washington is in a state of limbo, that we're in a holding pattern here. But Donald Trump remains defiant. Jody. Okay, Ash, thank you. Prague Zoo is celebrating the birth of a baby orangutan. The tiny tot is one of the critically endangered Sumatran species. The baby's sex is not yet known, but zookeepers say Mother Mawa is feeding and taking excellent care of her newborn. Taking a more detailed look at the weather around the country now, troughs may bring showers and storms over northern WA, the top end, southern Queensland and northeastern New South Wales, while drawing heat into eastern Queensland ahead of it. Onshore winds could bring showers to western Tasmania, eastern Victoria and southeastern New South Wales. A high should keep South Australia and western Victoria dry. Around the capitals today, a shower or two and a possible storm in Brisbane. Partly cloudy in Sydney and in Canberra, tops of 23 degrees. Partly cloudy and 20 in Melbourne, a cloudy day and 21 in Hobart. Sunny in Adelaide, a top of 25 degrees. A hot one in Perth, heading for 33. And a shower or two and 34 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday, the 24th of November.